Hello there. Welcome to the show. Hey, Hayden. It's an honor to be here. So today on my magical podcast, I have the famous YouTuber, Matthew Basha. Matty B. Uh, he has, what is it, a Beyblades video? Beyblades video, 3,072 views. Yeah, so that's and more than my entire podcast listens combined. So I thought I'd have a Beyblades expert <laughs> coming. <laughs> Did you? I I have no experience with Beyblades. Like I had, I remember, uh, like the commercials mm-hmm. online or online on TV when I was little. But it's it's you. It's your friend. It's the the guy that you work with. Yes. Right. Got special needs. We do it every single day, probably for about an hour each each time. And so it gets kind of intense, you know. And whenever they the Beyblades burst, it just nothing's better than that moment right there <laughs> yeah i never knew i remember there was a show that was like uh it was like Yu-Gi-Oh kind of that's what oh, yeah, I, okay, it wasn't yeah. there a tv show yeah, yeah okay anyway so matthew is my one of my brother-in-laws i have had tanner elise's husband on my show with elise and then this time i have julia julia's husband matthew so matthew and i are very different matthew is I was going to say you were white, but then I was like, no, you're not white. You're like, you're, you're probably just as white as I am. So yeah, like, I'm pretty um, white on the outside, but I'm pretty ethnic on the inside. Yeah, that's true. Um, so Matthew is a missionary kid, so he's pretty weird, which actually weird, a though. lot of missionary kids that I know are like the normal people, mm-hmm. but I think they have scars on the inside. No, what, did you go to high school in America? I went senior year of high school in America. Okay. Yeah, that's so, most of I went to a private school. So Okay. So you weren't like exposed to the horrors of public school? No, not yet. <laughs> um, so Matthew grew up, I don't know if you say, how long were you in Indonesia? Uh, I was there from when I was seven to 17. Okay. So that's a pretty so, long time. Yeah. It was like Most how long? my yeah. younger adult life. <laughs> um, so it, interestingly enough, I have never been, and Matthew knows this, so I'm just kind of saying this to all my listeners. Oh, and actually, I forgot to mention that I need to turn my mic down. Um the goal of this episode is to have the most listens on it because Matthew likes to break records. So I think we're shooting for at least 40, that was it 42 listens. We have yes, to get more 42. than 42 listens. And I have some people overseas that would love to hear this. Oh yeah. So. <laughs> um, and then we can make you a regular and then we can become like celebrities in Indonesia. So anyway, <laughs> I have no travel experience outside of America, but the one place that I have been is Indonesia. <laughs> so when maddie started dating julia it was very humorous because it was like out of all of the places in this entire world uh matthew is from indonesia now you were in bali correct yes um so when i went i stayed on the main island or i don't know if it's the main island i guess it's the capital is in jakarta right yeah capital is the most populous island yeah um so i went i stayed in java on java in jakarta i think it's more like a suburb outside of Mm -hmm. jakarta um, and then I went to uh, Borobudur or something <laughs> like that. It sounded something like from Mordor. It was um, in Jogjakarta. Okay, yeah. And that was actually, we went for like a weekend trip while we were there. So as far as um, cultures go, Indonesian culture was probably one of the ones I knew the least about. And I don't think I know that much more now that I've been, yeah. but I definitely have been like more experienced with it. So um, tell me a little bit about like Bali. Yeah, so Bali, it's has the population of South Carolina. There's like f- over four million people, 
but it's in like a small island about the size of Rhode Island. So just like so it's very populated. Yeah, very populated. Everybody's like really close together in a lot of areas. Um, also, it's only Hindu um, dominated. Island. Oh, that's right. Because most um, of it's Muslim. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like all, basically all Muslim except for Bali. And then that's like Hindu. OK. And there's like in one other island that's mostly Christian. But basically those two islands are the only ones that are not all Muslim. Do you know why so, it's Hindu? I do not know. I need to know more about the history, but um, I think just some people settled there from a Hindu-dominated island, and they kind of just expanded from that. Because um, when I went, we when we went to Jogja, we went. To, I think that Bora Badur temple yeah. was like a Hindu temple. Okay. Um, in, on the main island, but it's like ancient, so I think they like actually rebuilt it because it had fallen down, and so it's kind of they kind of rebuilt it for tourism's mm-hmm. sake. Um. There's some like funny pictures of me like crouching in the shadows like Gollum. <laughs> so we we woke up at like four to go see the sunrise, and we got there. And as the sun rose, it was like we were in a cloud bank, and we couldn't see a thing. <laughs> but it was it was still cool because it was this really cool looking temple, and it was yeah. massive, and you could walk up it and stuff like that. But um, but you so you were in Bali, and when I think of Bali, I think of like the beaches and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you didn't live on like a resort. No. So we lived in a village. It was like five minutes away from the ocean, but it was like a black sand beach. So that's due to all the volcanic ash. Oh, that's cool. So it wasn't like a picture perfect, white, clear beach, but it was uh, more to, it was more like a cliff-ish beach. A lot of rocks, a lot of um, tides. So people who go vacation there, do they have like man-made beaches? Uh, They're not man-made, but it's on the other side of the island. So it is white sand beach. Okay. What is that? What side? Like? So uh, south is where the white sand okay. is, and then more where I was, it was more on the west side, and so that's more like black sand, and also there's black sand up north and stuff. Okay. So. Yeah, because I've heard of like black sand beaches in Hawaii, I mm-hmm. think. Um, and when we flew to Jogja, so we flew from Jakarta to Jogja, we could okay. see the volcanoes and stuff like sticking out of the clouds and stuff. So that was, that was pretty cool. That's cool. Um, now, do you speak? Do they speak Bahasa yeah. in uh, Bali? Yeah. So they speak Bahasa. Um, I was probably about 70% fluent. Um, okay. Man, I thought I lost it all, but I went back like two years ago, and I feel like I still was like 50%. Okay. But since I have no one to speak to, it's just like so hard to keep up. You need to find an Indonesian friend. Yeah. I need so to shout out to my... I, he, I became friends with him when I went on the trip. He went to Covenant, the school that okay. I was at, um, but he was from Indonesia, and so he went with us. Um, his name's Gideon, and he was from Jakarta in obviously he's like indonesian so but he was so helpful because he could speak well i felt terrible like trying to buy things because i just felt like an inconvenience because i'm like oh i'm american like learn my language and they're like i'm like terima kasih terima kasih which is thank you right but also since i guess you look kind of indian do they do they like think you are a local i didn't no one wanted to take pictures with me so like we went to when we went to Jogja, we went to all these temples and there was one girl in our group who had like blonde hair and blue eyes and there was, well, I think at one point, an entire school, like, took a picture with her. And everyone, like, would see me, and they were like, what is this, like, <laughs> this brown guy? This like, guy? we don't care about this brown guy, uh, which that was pretty funny. But, um, so Matthew is also one of those sport ball guys. Um, talk about the sports that you like. I'm not really, I don't really know much about sport ball games. Yeah, so all the sports I like basically came Okay, what from... is the national sport of Indonesia? Soccer. Okay, and then yeah. what's the one that everyone likes in Indonesia? Badminton. Yeah, which so. is the weirdest thing ever. And if you ever watch Indonesian badminton, it is absolutely terrifying <laughs> because they hit those shuttlecocks like 100 miles an hour. Yeah. 
So yeah, those two of my favorite sports just due to I guess growing up in Indonesia, but they take everything so intense there. Like at least like you kind of pick and choose which one's your favorite, but like every single morning, every single afternoon, you're always on the soccer field playing soccer. And then like if you're really big into badminton, then you're always in the badminton courts every single day. Do they do indoor um, badminton? Yeah, indoor badminton. Okay. Uh, because there's outdoor court there, but the wind's just too bad. Oh, okay. And so because it's kind of near the beach, so yeah. I would assume it's an island. Mm-hmm. So you kind of like you start off doing outdoor, but then once you like get intense, then you go indoor. Um, and I was in this like international school tournament and, uh, I came second place in it. And that was my, one of my biggest accomplishments in badminton. Yeah. Or, uh, wow. So I loved it. And then I came here, I played with a bunch of Indians in Greenville Okay. and I got, I got smoked and I was like, maybe, really? maybe Indonesia's the worst. <laughs> Is it big in India? Yeah. Big in, in India. I think in, India has the top, like two of the top five people. Okay. I didn't so. know that. I mean, I know they play cricket. Mm-hmm. Which I've, I've tried to have cricket explained to me, and it's... Do they play that in Indonesia at all? No. no I mean, I think that in India, it's from the British influence, yeah. and, like, a lot of Indonesian is Dutch. Mm-hmm. Dutch. I don't know how much Dutch influence is in Bali, though. Yeah, it's not really too much. Because when we went to... Uh, when we went to downtown Jakarta, a lot of, like, the older parts of the city are... Mm-hmm. They look like Dutch buildings and everything like that because of the... How long... I think they had, like, the... I guess it's the East Indian right like the east indian trading company yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. like the classic i think they're in like the pirates of the caribbean they talk about like the east indian yeah. trading company i get the east indian and the west indian because they referred to like the uh, the caribbean as like the west indies but they're nowhere unless they're talking about indiana but i don't think that's what they're referring to yeah i doubt it um so you play you played soccer and badminton and then now you like all the professional sport guys sport ball guys yeah i'm all sport ball guy any american sport i can think of from golf yeah uh, besides golf, <laughs> i guess any active i feel like uh anything from like hockey to soccer to football anything like that so okay what's your favorite football team my favorite football team is the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, and why is your favorite football team the Cincinnati Bengals? Uh, so I was seven, and my favorite animal was the tiger. So I had to pick the Clemson Tigers for football, um, college football, and then now I picked the Cincinnati and Bengals. And you do live in South Carolina. Yeah. So it did your parents live in South Carolina? Like, were they from South Carolina, or mm-hmm. did you have connections to South Carolina? Yeah, so my dad was born in Charleston, and my okay. mom Okay, yeah, that's born. right, because you have an uncle that's mm-hmm. in uh, Charleston. Okay. Yeah, so my mom was born in Spartanburg, so big South Carolina Okay, because <laughs> I remember I had some uh, Broncos pajamas when I was really little, so I always liked the Broncos. Okay. And then... Um, I think Brian Dawkins, he was on the Eagles. Yeah. He was their safety. He's like legendary. He after he left the Eagles, he played the Broncos for like two years, and I always liked the Broncos. Okay, and so they had Peyton Manning. So are you more of a Eagles or Broncos fan? Me? Yeah. I mean, I'm an Eagles fan. Okay. It's like when I keep up with professional sport ball players that sport complain ball. about how much money they make. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I I just they were I think they're in the AFC. Okay. So I didn't like they weren't in the Eagles division. And so, like, we rarely ever played them. So, it was, like, the other team that I liked was... I just always, like, rooted for the Broncos if okay. I ever could. And then they got Peyton Manning, and I don't I don't have anything against Peyton Manning. Yeah, seems like a nice guy. Yeah, he seems like a nice guy. His brother, Eli Manning, seems like he's, like, a lost kid in the mall. Like, <laughs> you see him, like, winning, like, his eighth Super Bowl. He's won, what, three? Two? Three? Eli? Yeah. Uh, yeah, two, three. He's, like, throwing a winning touchdown in the Super Bowl, and he looks like he's lost in the mall, like, looking for his mom. And you're like, Eli, it's like, we're here. We're, we're at this this football game. And he just, like, looks Sports so ball lost. Game. <laughs> also, when he doesn't have 
even with his pads on, he looks like a child wearing like his dad's clothing. Yeah, I think he just wants to be Peyton Manning, but he never will be. But he has more Super Bowls than him, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, maybe. I think maybe by one. But I think Peyton Manning just has all the records, and so uh, everybody, like everybody the knows that Peyton's yard and stuff like that. Yeah, it's weird so. because I'm pretty sure they've won the same amount. Okay. Yeah. Which I wonder what the chances are of two brothers. It's like Tiki and Rondé Barber. Okay. You know those guys? Yeah, I know Rondé. Uh, they were both brothers, and okay. they played. I think they were. One was a running back. I think one was a running back for the Buccaneers. That yeah. was back when the Buccaneers won the uh, Super Bowl. That was like forever ago. Well, I guess they just recently yeah, they just won, won it. it <laughs> this is like back when, uh, what's the guy's name? The guy with the blonde hair, their coach. He took over from, uh... man, I'm like actually talking sports right now. And this is weird. This is good. Um, this so Peyton Manning's coach, want. Tony Dungy, okay, was the yeah. coach for the Broncos or the Buccaneers back in like the early 2000s. I think it was 2002. Mm-hmm. No, he was before that, and then he built up this team, and then he either got fired or left and went to the Colts, I think, and then the blonde dude came in and won the following year with, some people say, with the team that Tony mm-hmm. Dungy built, um, and I'm pretty sure one of the, the Rondé brothers was, was on the, the Buccaneers when they won the Super Bowl back in like 2002 or something like that. Wow. What is his name? He's like a sportscaster. Gruden. That's okay, what it is. Okay, yeah, yeah. Gruden. Yeah, because he didn't coach for very long. I think yeah. I think he coached for like a few years after that. Well, like, yeah, he was, um, Gruden was on Monday Night Football, and then he just is now the Oakland Raiders coach. Oh, he so, went back to yeah, coaching? He's back okay. in coaching now. Yeah, so yeah, so. I don't keep up with that very much. But yeah. I know more of that because that was, I think we had Madden 2002, or I think we had Madden 2001 for the PlayStation 1, and it had Dante Culpepper on the front. He played for the Vikings. He's number 11. So that's how I learned a little bit about it. And then my dad, obviously. He's an Eagles fan. Yeah. Well, PlayStation 1. I think the my earliest console was the PlayStation 2, and I was just in love with that thing. What was your favorite video game? Uh, it was uh, Tim Tebow was on the cover, and it was NCAA, NCAA like yeah. 12 or whatever it was. 10, yeah, 11, I don't remember. Was, and I was like, love that game so much i'm so glad they're coming out with the another ncaa now did they stop making them yeah they stopped making it but i think the next one's coming out is 2022 so is that do you know if ea does those um they used to i'm not sure what's going to be happening because i played we played madden i remember because we we played 2000 me and my dad would play the one with dante culpepper on the front Mm -hmm. i have to check if it's either 2001 or 2002 and when my friends had a playstation 2 they had madden 2003 and like the difference between the playstation 1 and the playstation 2 mm-hmm. was just like night and day like it was like a different it was like a different game it was crazy so i had a friend who um he i think his playstation broke at one point so he let me borrow all his games before he got a new one mm-hmm. and he had like a ncaa game and i tried to play it and i was like i it's different from madden it's, yeah. it, it plays differently so i never and i don't really follow college at all so um let's see what we talked about i guess we could talk about how when was the first time we met so matthew is married to my youngest sister and mm-hmm. they got married in december of 2020 so he is the newest member of the the clan Sheffler clan but it's kind of funny because now everyone is like no longer Sheffler. so i'm like yeah. one of the only she's like reed and i and i guess we got natalie true Shufflers. 
but your was your last name Basha or Basha? Basha. Basha. Okay. It's probably, I don't know. It's probably the most botched name, especially if like anybody or wh- whoever doesn't know me, like they're always like Bosha or something. How like do you that. spell I'm it? Like B A S H A. Basha. Yeah. Well, Basha. So. Okay, so you went to North Greenville in North Greenville. <laughs> yeah. In South Carolina, um, and you just graduated in April of 2021 oh like just graduated yeah, i just graduated okay i because julia so, graduated like a semester before you. yeah she was the breadwinner for a while yeah so natalie at this point in my t- life is the breadwinner and the bread maker yeah. and then there was one more thing that i said that she was too i forget what it was yeah, i forgot what you said but it was good it was good just just think about it and just like <laughs> imagine it and it was you will laugh so it was hard. better than that it was whatever yeah you <laughs> whatever you imagine it was better than that so now, so what did you major in? I majored in social studies, secondary education. Okay, so what do you do now? So I just got a job at Greenville High School. Okay, so and that starts? That starts in August, and so I'll be teaching ninth grade geography. Okay, so and then what does Julia teach? She history? She teaches U.S. history, yeah, for 11th grade. Okay, so ninth and 11th grade are like just when kids are like kind of not stupid. Like they're mm-hmm. still stupid because everyone's stupid. Yeah. Like we're still stupid, but 11th grade is when you start being able to formulate your own well probably ninth grade i don't know i'm so opinionated that i always formulated my opinions but like six years old i feel like you came out you had it down what you wanted what you wanted apparently the first thing i ever said was i want to watch a ball game (laughs) which is hilarious because that's one of those phrases i rarely say (laughs) i want to watch a sport ball game i don't mind golf as much but it's not really the sports that i have issues with it's the institutions that play the sports okay that play the sports that that i put them on yeah okay. i should yeah. get into arena football yeah i feel like all the sports are like have to be like kind of intense like i even like ufc and stuff and that that's that like stuff always, is yeah. and those guys are based yeah those those guys are They're yeah like red pill yeah for life um, and then they like beat people up yeah watching some of those fights though are it's just brutal because mm-hmm. so learning about concussions any in order for you to have a concussion you have to have like uh, i think altered mental status or a loss of consciousness mm. and those dudes get knocked out all the time Dude, and their ears they get like cauliflower ears oh yeah and those things are nasty so i learned i had a actually I had a question i might have talked about this in one of my episodes um that technically when you get uh so it's a hematoma which is a bruise in your ear mm-hmm. and you're supposed to drain them you're supposed to cut them open and drain them so that you don't get um, that like cauliflower like yeah. ear, but I guess it happens to them so much that they just don't even try. Yeah, I don't know. Like I just don't get it why they keep doing that because like they have like cauliflower ear, they have like jacked up noses, and yeah. So, and I guess their brain they get so many concussions. They get and brain stuff. damage yeah. and stuff. So I guess they can't stay in that sport for long, but only by the time they're like 36, 38, they retire. So it makes sense. Yeah, and 38 seems kind of old. Yeah. So like Tom Brady, how old is he? Tom Brady's like 42 now. Now clarification, I understand that Tom Brady does not fight people in mm-hmm. the octagon. I'm just thinking of old athletes. Um, He's one of the older yeah. guy's still playing right now and he just won his seventh super bowl 
Yeah, seven. You won six for the Patriots, one, and one for, for Tampa. The, yeah, I that entire year I had I had no knowledge about what was going on in the NFL at all. Yeah, I wasn't. Um, I guess I wasn't as up on top of it just with COVID and everything going on. But uh, I watched all the playoffs and they just like dominated. They started like fifth seed and they just went all the way. And I was just like, wow. Now, do you think that it was Tom Brady or do you think it was the entire team? Uh, I feel like he needed the people around him because when he came, he had to bring a lot of people like Fournette. He had to bring um, different aspects of the team. Like he had to bring Gronk yeah. and some defensive players too. And so I feel like it wasn't just him, but he had to bring people with him. So, Who's like, the coach? Um, I don't know. This is an old white guy. I can picture him. I just can't, don't know his name. Okay. I, don't, I but, probably don't know who it is. Yeah. So but, do you think that Belichick will win another Super Bowl without Tom Brady? I do not. You don't think so? Yeah. I think it was him and Belichick had a nice connection, but I think it was basically almost all Tom because I feel like a coach means a lot, but I feel like that only can go so far. I feel like you need the players, like, but the coach brings those players. So I, I feel like Tom Brady can do that without a coach. Interesting. Like he brought his own players. That yeah. He wanted to Tampa. Yeah. So. And I feel like, and I don't know like that much about football, but I feel like, Tom Brady is one of those players that at this point, there's a lot of intimidation that goes into if you're playing a Super Bowl against Tom Brady, you're like, this is like the ninth or 10th Super Bowl that he is like. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm an Eagles fan when the Eagles beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Great. One of the greatest Super Bowls I've ever watched in my entire life. It was like a absolute showdown between this random quarterback Nick Foles and Tom Brady and mm-hmm. Nick Foles played like Tom Brady in that game yeah. like I mean it was like I think it had I don't know if it's been passed yet but like most points in the Super Bowl most yards in the Super I mean it was absolutely insane and most people when they go into a game against Tom Brady it's like he does this like every other weekend he like wins the Super Bowl and so that to me is also a huge component of why whereas like Bill Belichick has the same thing going behind him, but he's not actually out on the field, so yeah. it might not be as much of like an intimidation factor when playing against him. Now, the sport ball players out there that listen to this would be like, "Oh, you don't know anything about sport ball," <laughs> you know, like, "Okay, whatever, I don't care." Like, you can say whatever you want. Yeah. Um. So, do you keep up with um, Major League Soccer at all? I don't like soccer; it's a socialist sport. Yeah. Uh, I'm not big on the whole MLS. And stuff okay. like that in America because I think it's all just people who want to be in Europe. Okay. So basically, it's like the minor leagues for Europe. Okay. So if you're good enough in the major leagues, then you go to um, Europe to play soccer. But you- I watch all European soccer. I love European soccer. Okay. What's your favorite team? Uh, my favorite team is Manchester City. Okay. So, is that kind of like a cliche team to like? Is that like kind of like in the Yankees? Uh, so in 2000. 11 they got taken over by a saudi guy who had a bunch of money and so ever since then they've been good but i w- started watching 2009 so I, I would, okay I would say so you're OG. like a hipster yeah. when it comes to their team mm-hmm. and Man- so is it manchester united manchester united is the team that the bandwagon team that everybody gets on so and that's the team that you like no i'm manchester city manchester so city okay they're like arch rivals since they're in the same city of course okay and manchester is in england yeah england. okay um because tanner my mm-hmm. other one of my other brother-in-laws he's also a manchester city fan yeah, manchester city fan me and him are blue moon for life but now did you guys plan that 
No, like when I first uh, met him, I was like, "So what team do you for?" Because I don't really meet too many Manchester City fans. But that is hilarious. I know. I was like, "What are the chances?" But it's just like you going to Indonesia, me being basically from Indonesia. Yeah, so. that's true. Now the the thing is though is I when I think of you and Tanner, I think of very different people. Yeah. Like I I do think of Tanner as like a soccer guy, mm-hmm. but I think of like he likes coffee and you don't like coffee, and yeah. like that's like one of his things that he loves a lot and. And it, Tanner surprised me too. And Tanner, if you're listening to this, this is not. This is all. These are all compliments. So I didn't expect Tanner to be such a gun guy. Yeah. Like when I first started talking to him, I was like, man, like he knows so much about guns. Like that's pretty cool. Yeah. When I had to move him, he had all these like gun boxes and stuff. I was like, I love this guy. Yeah. <laughs> and that's another thing that I have been. It's been weird to. Kind of you know as because I got married second. And then Elise got married and then Julia got married. And it's like, I never realized how, like, I think I would be friends with all of my brother-in-laws mm-hmm. if my siblings weren't involved. Like, if I met you somewhere, like, I would probably be friends with you regardless of the fact if you married my sister. And I feel like that's pretty rare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though I'm a sports ball guy. Yeah, so. the sports ball thing, you know, I can I can kind of deal with that. It's like we always joke that because I weigh like 110 pounds. We were talking about this earlier that I don't know how to lift weights and stuff. It's like people just assume because I'm a nerdy guy who like, you know, hates sport ball games that I don't know anything about sport ball games. And it's like I can talk a little bit about like Dante Culpepper in 2001 yeah. when I was like eight years old. But that's yeah, the I feel extent. like you have enough experience in the past that you could relate it to modern. Well, and that's the thing is that when I was back home, my dad would keep up with it and it was much easier to, and he'd like, if, you know, with golf, if the Masters mm-hmm. or the US Open or, you know, stuff was on, he would keep up with the, he would keep up with the big four um, championships, like the PGA, the yeah, Masters, the USA, and the British. Um, we didn't really watch. Sometimes we would watch like the Ryder Cup. I had friends who would like, who loved the Ryder Cup and they would watch that because I think it's like, you know, the, this, the team, the country teams and stuff yeah, like that. I feel like the Ryder Cup is something I can get into though. I yeah. Feel like that's like the intensity between a whole continent, Europe versus America. Yeah. That, that's like that stuff is fun. Yeah. So, um, and then I, football's okay. Um, I ne- I will never, I refuse to get into basketball. I think basketball is stupid, but that's for like so many reasons. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of the NBA. Um, I do like college basketball though. College, okay. March yeah. March Madness, nothing gets me on the edge of my seat more yeah. than March Madness. And that's I when I was senior, uh, a lot of my roommates were like, "Oh, you need to make a bracket," and I was like, "I might as well just like make a bracket of random condiments. I think would beat each other in a battle, yeah. like like mustard versus relish, and like it would mean the same thing to me. Like, mm-hmm. why would I do that?" And they like got mad at me because they were like, "It's just for fun." Well, like, like most of the time, whenever I make a bracket with like other girls and stuff, they're always like, "Which one has the best jerseys? Or which one has the best mascot? Which is sounds the most like a coffee or whatever?" <laughs> I'm just like, "What? What's going on here?" So, <laughs> which which college basketball team <laughs> is the most like an espresso? <laughs> All right. So the last thing we're going to talk about is uh, because. I am not a sports ball player, but I do and I do appreciate energy. Mm. Matthew and I are not I'm I'm pretty pretentious. I think that I get pretentious about stuff and I have learned over the years that I am just like not pretentious. I have learned that I am I am not someone who will there's a certain level I'll go to, but I'll never get to that elitist sort of flavor about things. I don't know. I don't know. I thought I was like that, and I've changed, and I'm not no longer like that. 
So we always kind of joke with Tanner because Tanner's all about coffee and he knows all about that. And Matthew, I like coffee, but I just drink coffee. I put sugar in my coffee, which is like a major faux pas in the what what is it? What do they call the like the? That's, I'm thinking breweries. That's beer. Like the cafes and stuff. I don't know what the word is for coffee. Yeah. What are they? The roasting company. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, and then Brad is all into like beer, and Ansley's into beer, and and Natalie's into that stuff too a little bit. But I just am like, it all tastes the same to me. Yeah. But but Matthew and I share a passion for energy drinks. Nothing tastes better in life. Yeah, nice and we and drink. we realize that this. It, we are ingesting caustic material that is probably degrading us from the inside. But I personally do not believe that it is worse than alcohol. I yeah. just cannot imagine that it's worse than alcohol because no one has ever been arrested for drinking Red Bull and driving. But so now we've also had this discussion and I should get a sponsor from G Fuel, which they're, they're, I'm just waiting for them to call me and be like, we need this sponsorship because if we're missing out on just a huge audience of people who want G Fuel. Mm-hmm. But um, I've been having such a hard time. I want to find a powder that you can mix in your drink that has sugar in it, and it's an energy drink. It's like we're talking like pure cane sugar. We're talking like Mexico sugar. We're not talking this high fructose. Well, it could be high fructose corn sugar, whatever they do. Mm-hmm. But all of these, so Matthew got bang the energy drink for my brother Reed for his birthday, he got him one and I had it and it's, it's zero calories, right? Yeah. Zero calories. And I just, I, it was okay, but I just, I need something that has sugar in it. And that's why I like Red Bull. I'd say Red Bull is yeah. probably my favorite energy drink. Yeah. So I, my, I'll just go through a little bit of my energy drink past. Like, okay. So my, my very first energy drink was when I was a senior in high school and I had an AP bio exam coming up. And so I was like, I'm gonna have to stay up all night for this. So I go to the store and I get a four pack of Monster, and I'm like, okay, I didn't. Really That's know a lot of energy know. drink. I didn't know like the consequences of it, so I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna drink one Monster, a cup of water, one Monster, a cup of water, and then it was 3 a.m. I already had three Monsters, and I was started on my fourth, and just my stomach just got so bad, and I was like, man, I, like from then on, I was like, I'm not gonna drink any more energy drinks. Got to college, year two into college, I was like, okay, I need something to get me boosted in the morning. So I started going bangs and they were like, I was doing half a bang and then half a bang after the test. And it was just like, feels so good. Loved it. Tasted really good. It is zero calories though. Yeah. So not really a big fan of that, but I think the taste of bangs overall tastes at least in the top three. Um, and then Red Bull, I started drinking my senior year and I really like Red Bull flavor is really good too but just so expensive yeah and that's the thing higher end of the chart and we're talking like you know this is like a joke to people who go out to a bar and spend 40 dollars drinking alcohol just for like three drinks like but red bull is the only time we ever really i ever really get red bulls is when we travel Mm -hmm. because it's just so expensive it's like two and a half dollars for an eight ounce of red bull and it's just ridiculous but i feel like red bull is something that you can drink for like two and a half hours and you can't chug like an energy drink you can just like take a little sip and then and it doesn't really get flat it's not as bad when it gets flat because it's not as carbonated as something like coke or sprite Mm -hmm. but we don't drink coke because they're woke but yeah is Coke owned by Red or is Red Bull owned by Coke? I know Red Bull came out and they were like actually pretty based. Like they were they they had some stuff about like anti SJW stuff. 
which this might be controversial to those listening yeah. if you get 31 minutes into our sport ball uh, talk. <laughs> the woke. Coke. Okay, so you say Red Bull is your favorite and then bang and then what's after that? Well, so out of all honesty, I just came back from Arizona and Arizona, they have the Rock Johnson's energy drink out there. Like Dwayne? Yeah. No, he's a moron. It's like it. KOA and it is like some low amount of calories like 70 or something okay but was this the one you were telling me about yesterday i think so and it, it tastes so good so i only had one so i can't really like put all it's number one but i think it's at least top three so i would go red bull bang and then koa okay so. and that's what frustrates me is that the calories thing just yeah. drives me nuts because it's like you're drinking you're drinking this energy drink that had like 150 milligrams of caffeine and you're like oh it has to be zero calories and it's like why does it matter i don't understand like you're i don't it's, it just drives me nuts i'm like just put ca- just put real sugar in it i don't like the taste of this like fake sweetener or whatever yeah it's all it's all for those uh bougie people who are like oh zero calories let's drink it but i think a lot of people do drink it cuz it's zero calorie yeah. like it's just pansies it's like stand up drink 150 calories of energy drink it's like not a big deal i had a rowdy energy the other day from oh that's what you were talking about and that has 90 calories but i didn't really feel much of like energy afterwards so i'm not sure if it was like some fifi energy or something but (laughs) it wasn't really like hitting me (laughs) so that's another thing though because if you have if i have too much caffeine i'm like too wired and i like get tunnel vision yeah so that's how i feel with the bang because bang 300 milligrams for a 12 or 16 i think 16, 16 ounce, ounce that's right so and red bull has has less than that yeah red bull i think 12 ounces is 110 milligrams yeah and that's about that's about the same amount in a coffee mm-hmm. i think yeah um because i used to think that coke had a lot of energy a lot of energy <laughs> a lot of ca- a caffeine in it and they have like 30, 30 milligrams yeah. it's like nothing you got to drink like nine of those but my, I've moved on to Shasta, or not Shasta Cola. That's what I used to, at the nursing home, they had Shasta mm-hmm. Colas because that was like, they could get a deal on it. So I would always drink Shasta ginger ales at the nursing home. I wasn't in a nursing home for my listeners who were wondering. I've never <laughs> been a resident in a nursing home. I worked in a nursing home. But um, Summit Cola, they're like Aldi's soda brand. And those, are, those aren't bad. Yeah, I, I feel like any of those types of brands are like really similar like the sam's club yeah it's like really similar so i feel like those are still just as and then the natalie just got some of those ginger beers from uh non-alcoholic beers for us pure soda connoisseurs (laughs) but there was somewhere in chattanooga there was a novelty soda shop there might be one here in savannah we should go to it wow and they so because there's the boland's root beer i don't know if you've ever had it it's like the best root beer I'll buy. It's so good. I think my best best soda, I think, is cream soda. Nothing. They have a cream soda, oh, too. Yeah. Then, yeah. Cream soda, nothing's better than that. And I get mine at um, Walmart, Great Value. And yeah. It still tastes really good. What kind of sodas do they drink in Indonesia? Uh, so, they do everything out of a bag. So, normally, you just get like a bottle of uh, Coke or Fanta. They have a lot of Fanta there. You just pour it into a bag, so and you just sip out of the bag why is why why the bag is it just i, I feel like instead of using a plastic cup they use a plastic bag and they just put a straw on it i think that's it's easier. so fascinating but yeah. it's probably cheaper i mean i would guess it's cheaper to use the bags than it is to use the cups yeah. but well back then when i didn't know coke was like so woke i was uh coke there is so much better because it's that pure sugar cane it's coke. like the mexico yeah. yeah 
so good and so i think that's when i got addicted to it but now that's awoke i guess that was yeah we moved away we moved away from coke yeah great great value and coke's pretty expensive too yeah it is so i think this has been a pretty productive conversation we talked about a lot of topics we even got into video games which that's like my goal in most uh most of my top or most of my interviews with people is to get some video game talk i feel bad i'm not really into video games only sportball video games i don't know mario kart so so brad is is a mario kart master so is reed and then tanner and i don't play mario kart that much but tanner and matthew and i when we get together we generally play (laughs) yeah we like fight for like second or third um and matthew's been getting a lot better at mario kart so uh, eventually when i become rich and famous for from g fuel um i'm gonna buy matthew a switch when it's like 15 years old and we're gonna like play online together so well, he said i'll me one in 10 years which is now like nine years and 360 are you years. counting <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right well thanks for coming on the show thanks so much for having me honor pleasure <laughs> <laughs>